In the Know for Monday, October 25, the 298th day of 2021. There are 67 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105 on Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. Big weekend on multiple fronts. We'll tell you about that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Know. Settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. Is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's Beach. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. You've been on full-on pumpkin mode today, I guess, yes. yesterday Listen, and today. I've been, like, full-on mom mode, <laughs> and I love it. You all had a uh, big pumpkin project at home yesterday yes. that uh, Miss Keys is coordinating at Clarkson Elementary School, yes? yes? They do, yeah, every year. So you pick a book character, decorate your pumpkin. Yes. Okay, and what did our child choose? Well, she chose Bambi. She chose Bambi. Any particular reason she chose Bambi that you know of? Well, did she say? I'm not sure because I know what her favorite book is, right. but it's not Bambi. So, it, as a mom, you know, like you have that uh, that uh, maybe you're conflicted because you want it to look great as good as possible. Yes, but you also don't want to do it for them. So you were hands off. You just kind of let her do what she. I was what, completely what hands felt. off. Okay. Right. And it, very good. My OCD kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen photographs. She did a she did, she a, did a great job. She did a fine job. So uh, so set up in the library there at uh, Clarkson Elementary School. So good luck to everybody involved. He is the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee, covering every corner of the globe: London, Moscow, Paris. Uh, Owensboro, Northern Kentucky. I don't know where all he goes. He's <laughs> Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How <laughs> you doing? Uh, good. <laughs> good. You also had a wild weekend? Is that what we're calling it? I, I, it was a long weekend. Yeah? It was a very long weekend. So uh, uh, You were you were in a wedding? Correct. Best man. You, you for, were not. Oh, you were not the groom. Okay. No, Just no, confirming. Not that I'm aware of. All right. Not that good. I'm aware of. No, I was mm-hmm. best man for one of my... I guess, as you said, when, when Tracy Johnston was here, one of my oldest friends. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, yeah. Longest, longest yes. concurrent running Correct. Friend. I think we've I... been friends since first grade. All right. Well, that's... So uh... it, it was it was good to good to see him get married. That's a true friendship. I gave his bride multiple chances to run when I was giving my <laughs> toast, and yeah. she didn't take it, which I personally think was, an, was a mistake, if but so, you know what? If somebody didn't pull her aside before now, then probably they're not going to. We By tried the to the night there, before. It's, it's too late, I suppose. All of our groomsmen did. Hey, I want to start uh, the day off before we even get to the weather. I want to say congratulations to the Grayson County Cougar Marching Band. Uh, so happy for them in regionals competition. They went on Saturday and made the uh, long journey to the, uh, what's the Stadium of Champions, I think they call it, where they had regional competition. And there was a um, kind of a modification. Normally, eight bands get to go to state due to some uh, modified structure this year, six bands. And our band, um, a lot of times when you draw first, you're dealing, you're starting from the basement, you know, off of square one. Uh, but uh, Drew first did very well and one of only six bands to be able to go to a uh, state competition coming up on Saturday. And it's going to be an early, uh, it's going to be an early morning as they uh, head off to competition. But, you know, after everything that uh, all of our young people have been through the last couple of years, for them to be just el- it's super elated because of this, you know, rate, just so much pressure. And... Oh, look at this. You even got a got a recording up. Oh, yeah. I don't mess around. Yeah. Just some of the, some of the performance on Saturday. I like, you got a couple of good percussion members in there, too, right? Uh, at least. Just two, right? <laughs> no, we can't. I did like that in the pictures that we've been providing. Yes. Tucker, one of our 
our students that comes in in the mornings. It's a little ashamed that you picked every picture that he's blocked by the drum major. That was by design. That's that's what I told him. By design. Got to got to keep the beauty level up as high as possible <laughs> on the show here. So uh, congratulations to uh, to those guys. Uh, it's always nice to you know to get a uh, escort when you get home from competition and all that. So it uh, you know that resilient is an understatement of what uh, our young people have had to be. And so it kind of felt normal. I think my guess would be on Saturday after, you know, all this, uh, all this time of trying to figure it out. The, uh, as we get ready for a week full of band rehearsals, uh, heavy rain will be around for the morning commute that you've seen today. We're going to see cloudy, windy, chilly afternoon, perfect band practice weather, you know, and uh, heavy, heavy rain this morning, showers and thunderstorms, drizzle lingers throughout tonight, gust near 25 miles per hour possible through the evening. We're going to see drier weather lasting through Wednesday before another system moves through and even more rain into uh, in the work week. So, by the way, Bourbon County High School, I think, is where Saturday morning's performance is. And then, of course, if you qualify in prelims to finals, then you get to go to Kroger Field on Saturday uh, Saturday night because the uh, Cats will be at Starkville. Yes, Correct. That's correct. Uh, morning thunderstorms, falling temperatures today. So we've seen our high for the day already, but it was officially listed at 65, but into the 50s throughout the afternoon. Cloudy drizzle, 20% chance of rain tonight, a low of 48. And 60 is the high for tomorrow. It looks like fall for the next uh, week. I, there are no 70-degree days. No. No 70-degree days as highs in the forecast. So fall is... Fall is here. National news headlines today. The uh, Joe Manchin and a couple of uh, pivotal Democrats that are needed to help President Biden get his spending plan through are continuing to sort through what they will and what they will not support. They're still uh, huddling up. What had been a sweeping $3.5 trillion plan is now being eyed at a nominal $1.75 billion, uh, trillion, dollars, excuse me. That's within a range that could still climb considerably. But they're trying to figure out what's in and what's out. So the Biden administration pretty ambitious on what they wanted to do, but it'll be by the time it gets distilled down to something that's practical, we'll be anxious to see. And then the question is, how do you pay for it? And uh, Manchin's colleague down in Arizona, she was one of the people who resisted against uh, removing the Trump tax cuts that helped repatriate a whole lot of corporate wealth by changing the tax structure. And I think she realizes, and a lot of the GOP realize that if you undo those, you're just running a lot of corporate dollars and a lot of business interests back out of the country. They'll find shelters other places where they can uh, operate more effectively. So it looks like um, the if you've gone to st- if you've gone to space in the last year as a company you're probably going to get taxed pretty healthily. It's going to be the Elon Musks and the Jeff Bezos and the Richard Bransons of the world that they say are going what to help, help pay for. No, he's all, he's all right. His name wasn't on the rocket. He was just, uh, he <laughs> he was, was just a passenger. Just a passenger. Uh, the latest COVID-19 numbers that I have for you come from Friday in Governor Bashir's, uh, Bashir's office, 1,626. Let me pause that over there. 1,626 new COVID-19 cases, 29 deaths reported on Friday. The 29 deaths uh, bring the death toll for Kentucky to 9,559. Uh, I would like to think we wouldn't get to 10,000, but we're you know just over 400 away. And at the daily numbers we're seeing, it's I, I think we'll probably surpass it, which feels like yet another milestone, but hopefully we won't. The positivity rate did step on down to 6.25%. We could probably go underneath 6% today would be my, would be my guess. Hospitalizations down by 80. The uh, ICU patients were down by 39 and ventilator patients were down by 12. Grayson County still at 41 point. uh, I think this says 41.6, 41.2, something in that uh, range is what Grayson County has been and continuing to see more orange on that map. The Grayson County Sheriff's Office is investigating after a Caneyville convenience store was robbed at gunpoint. Last night about 1030, the Grayson County Sheriff's Office responded to the report of an armed robbery at the Valero at 512 Morgantown Street. Now, if you're a true Caneyvillian, you know this is the quick stop. This is not the, <laughs> it's not the Valero. This is the quick stop. And only true Caneyvillians know there's that. There's two in, in Caneyville, correct? Two what? 
gas stations, correct? Or yeah. D- like right there off the parkway? Currently, yeah. yeah if you get off the, the parkway, are. is this the one on the right then? Uh, this is the one you can't see from the parkway. Okay. That'd be fair enough? Maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not, a can- can- I'm not a Canyvillian. That's right, because you would have called this the Valero. And it's the quick You're stop. right. It doesn't because matter. it has that sign in front it of it. It doesn't matter who owns it. It doesn't matter what it's branded as. Well, it's I'm the not quick a stop. Kenny Vivian, but I would call it Valero. Ah, well, we're going to have to get you to spend some more time in Caneyville and get you indoctrinated a little bit better. The suspect was a white male, or is a white male, arrived at the station in a gray SUV about 30 minutes prior to the robbery. He left without incident, returned on foot with his face covered in a gray hoodie or sweatshirt. Brandished a firearm, pointed it at the clerk's head, demanded money, and then after taking the cash, fled on foot, walking north toward Caneyville. So that he was there already in a vehicle, so maybe if they can figure out the vehicle, then they can find him. And if you got information, the sheriff's office would love to have it, 270-259-3024. Kentucky is one of five states. We may become a car battery, car battery commonwealth. You know, we had the big news in the last month about Ford and SK Innovations investing nearly $6 billion and hiring 5,000 people in uh, Hardin County. Toyota Motor North America has a project on a little smaller scale, but uh, TMNA says it will establish a new company and build an automotive automotive battery plant together with Toyota uh, Susho in the United States. It's aiming to start production in 2025. It will include an investment of about $1.29 billion, and it will create about almost 1,800 new American jobs. Now, they have identified they want to build this uh, facility uh, adjacent or near one of their existing manufacturing facilities already, and so that means it's probably Kentucky, Missouri, Indiana, Alabama, or Texas. So Toyota's North American headquarters is in Scott County at Georgetown. So I, I drove drove past that on Friday. You saw it on oh, Friday. Good. I mean, it is. It Takes, just makes you think on how big this Hardin County facility is going to be when it's built. Yeah, I on how big. Yeah. I mean, it's huge. I got it. uh, so um, they broke ground in May of 1986 there in Scott County. Two years later, produced their first Camrys. Since then, they have more than uh, since then more than 12 million vehicles have rode, rolled off of the assembly line there in Georgetown. And full-time employment now at Georgetown Toyota at the Toyota Manufacturing NA is eight thousand. Yeah, I was going to say because when you drive up to it, it's like you would almost think you were at an airport because it's like gate one and gate two. Is it's like oh, yeah. if you're this, right, right. you know, gate two and three. It's, yeah. it's just impressive. Well, I'd say you know that's that's three thousand less than what we're going to see in Hardin County, but. Uh, 3,000 more than we're going to see in Hardin County, but I would see, say you're going to see same, similar infrastructural you, changes. You kind of see the same thing, though, with that is that you, uh, a mile down the road, a new KCTCS building. Oh, yeah. Right, and it's just kind of that thing that I know that it's it's yeah, one of the main pros that's for right. this. Well, they're going to do this as well. That's right. Interesting. A Kentucky couple who pleaded guilty to misdemeanors in connection with the January 6th riots at the U.S. Capitol were sentenced to five years of probation on Friday and fined $5,000 each. Lori Vinson and Roy Vinson, both of Morganfield, were also ordered to perform 120 hours of community service. Prosecutors had asked for one month in jail for Lori Vinson and three months of house arrest for her husband. So I guess what they thought she was the more egregious of the two. But uh, the judge said uh, he raised his voice as he imposed the couple sentences, chastising them for being gullible enough to believe the lie that the election was stolen from former President Donald Trump. Well... (laughs) A fracas in the courtroom. A recent survey of Kentucky nurses found a quarter of those polled were likely to leave their jobs in the next year amid burnout and frustration. The Kentucky Nurses Association found that 73% of the 850 licensed nurses polled earlier this month cited untenable patient loads and too few nursing staff as reasons for their dissatisfaction. Just over 40% cited insufficient pay. A quarter said it was likely or extremely likely they would leave their current positions in the next three months. Another 16% said they were likely to leave the profession altogether. We've seen uh, over the last decade various sectors. You know, there was a mass exit. Uh, Maybe mass is overstating it, but there was an exit of professionals who were teaching in our schools over the last decade that when, you know, pensions and the, 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 all the back and forth 
between the Bevan administration and the teaching profession, et cetera, a lot of people just kind of became disenfranchised. Not to mention, we just increasingly make teachers' jobs harder and harder because we've decided they should raise our kids instead of we should raise our kids. There's someone someone that this might be, you might be talking about when yeah. you say this. And so they just said, you know, I, I, it's, you know life's too short uh, to, to carry this worry and this burden. And now we've gone through a pandemic and you've got a lot of people in the healthcare profession that have also said, you know, life's too short, uh, you know, to find I don't have to be miserable all the time uh, in order to do that. So at least they're, you know, bearing out. And what what will incentivize them, I'm not I'm not extremely sure because four only four in 10 surveyed said it, it was financial in nature. I was going to say, I don't think it's money. Yeah. There are lots of other, lots of other factors involved. Uh, those using, Sam, you have uh, an 859 number. I, I won't, do. I won't give the rest of your number on the air because, uh, you know, you'll be like the Ryan Lemon of uh, Twin Lakes. Everybody has your phone number. Yeah. That, that, uh, I'll pass. Those using a landline in the 859 area code have now a new change. Starting yesterday, they had to do 10-digit dialing. And I don't want to hear them whine about it because we've been doing 10-digit dialing in the 270 for nearly a decade. Well, when I moved here, that was one of the first questions my mom asked my landlord. Yeah. said something like, do you, do you have to dial 270? And he was like, yeah. And it was just kind of one of those things that it was like it was weird because in northern Kentucky, you don't have to do that. I've been in areas. So, uh, you know, when, when I hear a seven-digit phone number, it is so weird. When someone just says, my number is... Two, five, nine, six thousand. We're all now putting the area code in front of it. And when we got got peeled off of the 502, those who got to keep 502 got to keep, I think for a while, got to keep their seven-digit dialing. And it's just been, it's been confusing, but this does not impact cell phones because you've had to do 10-digit dialing on cell phones always. Anyway, but I doubt it impacts many people that are around the campfire this morning, but it did things like, oh, we're still dealing with these growing pains of having too many phones and not enough phone numbers is basically how uh, you can consider it. Officials are seeking input from those who travel through Kentucky as they update a long-range plan for the state's transportation needs. Information collected in the statewide transportation survey will be used to help identify goals, policies, needs, and improvement priorities over the next 25 years. Input on all modes of travel, including vehicle, boat, train, and plane, will be accepted through December 6th. When completed late next year, the plan will guide transportation policy policy decisions and investment strategies through 2045. Sam, do you want to offer some input on the route between here and Graves County High School? You seem to be traveling that one a lot. Luckily, we don't have to go this year. I know, but, but it doesn't mean you might have to go several times no, what I would now say in 2045. Is it would be nice to <laughs> make 71 from Louisville to Cincinnati, not two lanes. Ooh, yeah, that's a rough one. I don't have to do that one very often. Oh, but when you do it, it's – listen, because we're so spoiled by I-65 in Kentucky that Three when, lanes. You, mm-hmm. when you get on – when you get on an interstate somewhere else and it's only two lanes in each direction, it feels like you're being blasted back to the 1960s. Especially when you get caught between two people, you know, driving 65, mm-hmm. you know, because the one driving 68 tries to pass the one that's driving 65. Mm-hmm. Or two trucks uh-huh. where their speed is being regulated and observed. And uh-huh. so one's doing 66 and one's doing 64 and they just, and so I've yeah. got, I got to move for that. I'll tell you about during the break. I don't like giving my move away to everybody. In a, in a two lane road? Because oh, that's what I'm dear. talking. I'm talking 71. That's my issue. With 71. We need a we need a truck pass lane. Oh yeah, I got. It. I see what you're saying, but I, I I have a way of making my point when I find myself in that situation. Oh, okay, okay, I'm, just, okay. I'm just telling you. Okay. Uh, well, I mean, I have nothing else to do but just sit there and wait. So, got to do something to pass the time. Bailey Zappi passed for 384 yards and three touchdowns as WKU traveled to Miami and beat Florida International 34 to 19 in Conference USA play. On Saturday, toppers are uh, three and four on the year now. The blue-white game, the uh, the U of L Cardinals won on Saturday. Would they beat Boston College? Sure, yeah, beat Boston College. I, I don't know. I've been out of the blue. The blue-white game was held on Friday night at Rupp Arena. I skimmed through it late in the evening. One oh eight to eighty. The blue team won. So if you had money on the blue team, congratulations, you won. Uh, ten thousand fans in Rupp Arena. I think ten thousand might be overstating it. I hate that they do these on Friday nights. Yeah. 
You know, yeah, they got it. Yeah, I got just because I think Friday, especially this time of year, Friday night, a lot of people are saying, "Well, I want to go to high school football," or you know, I get off work, sure, just like I don't want to drive to Lexington. I'm not going to leave work early to go to the blue white game. Well, not to mention huge televisions and HD and 4K have, you know, have reduced the desire to have to do it. Like, well, I can sit here in my living room and I can see as well as I'm going to see from, you know, the upstairs at Rupp Arena. Uh, Joe Burrow. Uh, led the way as the Bengals sped past the Ravens yesterday, forty-one to seventeen. Feeling the, pretty good about being ahead the, of the AFC class right now. Number one seed in the AFC number right now. Number one seed in oh, the yeah. AFC. Listen, as I told a friend yesterday, is that I'm one hundred percent going to gloat because as a Bengal fan, we don't get Why these does, moments very often. And in three can. weeks, we very much could lose the next three <laughs> games. That's usually how it goes. It's so possible. I'm going to enjoy it while I got it. That's kind of like uh, when you're. Six and zero as a cat fan, oh, yeah. you know. Oh yeah, you can start talking about going to the but Sugar Bowl. Bengals got a winnable Atlanta. game against the Jets this weekend. Absolutely, and then the World Series is set. It worked out perfectly for me. No Red Sox and no Dodgers. So you know, there you Your go. Poor you Uncle Hub. That's that's right. You got Braves and Strohs in the World Series. That probably starts tomorrow. Something like yeah, something. It starts early this week. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on in the note. Frankenstein Day. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. It's a good song, too. Uh, yeah. I always Edgar think Winter of, Band, is that right? I always think of Big Daddy. Yeah, Ed- Edgar Winter Group. Group. I always think of uh, Big Daddy. Every time. Yeah. With yeah. Julian. Frankenstein. Frankenstein. Uh, it's honoring Mary Shelley, the author of Frankenstein. This was uh, first published anonymously in 1818. And um, the, so... Uh, yes, there's also a Frankenstein Day. This is um, uh, August 30th, by the way, is her birthday. Today is World Pasta Day today. Hmm. What some people say, pasta. Mm-hmm. Depending like- upon where you are, you say pasta. I like it. It's good. I say pasta. And it is also Greasy Foods Day today. So put some greasy meatballs on your pasta, mm-hmm. and you can... Uh, you can check two boxes off of your bingo card for today. I love it. If you do that. It just makes my belly hurt. We had a big milestone at our home over uh, over the weekend. Uh, it's been a while since the Tooth Fairy play, paid a visit to our household. But in the uh, early morning hours today, the Tooth Fairy think looked exactly like Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Uh, or is it? I hope so. Yeah. It's The Rock. Yeah, yeah no, it's, the, it's rock. the Rock. I've not seen that movie, but I, th- I thought I got the reference. Oh, it's a good so, one. Yeah. Young Miss Alea uh, forfeited her first first tooth yesterday uh, at church. And uh, so then got to put it underneath her pillow last night, and she got $5 for her troubles this morning. She woke up about 45 minutes earlier than normal <laughs> because she had to see what was under her pillow if the transaction took place as she was expecting it to do so. And so here we are. We're often we're often running into the uh, <sighs> into the tooth losing phase. I did ask her. She has a. Uh, if you've seen the movie Moana, you know the character Pua, who is a pig, and so she has a Pua piggy bank in her room. And I asked her. Said Alea, "Are you going to save your money? Are you going to spend your money, or are you going to save it?" And she said, I'm going to pay it. Well, and he looked at me like, <laughs> and I thought, what? What she mean? He's like, oh, I'm going to pay for something. Mm-hmm. I said, mm-hmm. But I said, are you going to spend it or save it? And she said, I'm going to pay it. So, no, that's I, good. I guess What's she going to buy? I don't, we don't I, know we, yet. We didn't have time. I figured that's what she'll spend so, all day at school imagining. Oh. You, she's taking you off to dinner tonight? Um, well, depends upon where you eat. Uh <laughs> She could probably. Listen, she can almost pay as, for her dinner with that. As someone that was in college not too long ago, I could I could make a four course meal out of five dollars. I will. <laughs> you but like you have, like ramen noodles? I was going to say, have you had to do it recently? <laughs> because uh, I'm not even sure ramen is cheap oh, anymore. Uh, you got to just know where to look. Oh, okay, all right. Sorry. <laughs> You'll tell me your uh, 
your two lane road trick, and I'll tell you my. Oh, yeah, I forgot trick. to do that during the break. <laughs> I was dis- I was distracted by other things. Uh, so anyway, I'm, we're excited for her, and uh, it was super. Just the way that she came charging through the house this yeah. morning with her five dollars <laughs> in her hand was uh, was was well worth it. She's had a big weekend. She got she to has. do her, her own pumpkin for mm-hmm. her pumpkin carving or pumpkin contest at school. And uh, now she's got uh, $5 from the... My sweet baby's getting way too big. From the Tooth Fairy. <laughs> you can get the new Swiss Miss Cocoa Puff cereal. Does this sound inviting to anyone? Your morning bowl or two of cereal is about to get even more cozy and comforting. General Mills has learned has uh, teamed up with your favorite whipped topping brand to create Swiss Miss Cocoa Puffs Hot Cocoa Cereal. Mm-hmm. Okay, so this is like the equivalent of oatmeal. Yes, because if it's hot, you're making it more. I don't think this is hot. Well, isn't it just cold cereal that's flavored like hot cocoa? Well, I would have thought so, but it, but it says Swiss Miss Cocoa Puffs Hot Cocoa Cereal. I think it's hot cocoa flavored. Because if you look at it, look at the box. But it doesn't, doesn't look yeah. like it's but, but hot. Let me add, but it doesn't. It, I agree with that. Oh, see, it's that double box. Uh-huh. It's two bags inside. But. Um, yeah, no. Is there really a difference in the taste between hot cocoa and cold cocoa? Not really. So then why are they insistent? It's misleading to say hot. Why don't they just say Swiss Miss Cocoa Puff cereal? Because this is Swiss Miss flavored cocoa and not. Yeah, I don't know. But it's the hot. It's the hot cocoa, which, oh, mm-hmm. you mean the you cold got some marsh- cocoa? You got some marshmallows no, in no, there, not, too, it looks not like. Not the cold cocoa. It's the, This is the hot cocoa. I had someone... You know, it's not terrible, I guess, but I don't know the last time. I was at the band contest last Saturday, and in the evening someone said, do you want some Do you want some hot chocolate? And I said, no, thank you. Like, I'll drink coffee. Like, I, I like coffee, but there's something about, I, I, don't, I don't want hot chocolate. Oh, I like hot chocolate. Well, see, Occasionally. It's, it's always funny to me is that you know that it's fall. When they get on the PA at the at the football game and say, we've now got hot chocolate at the concession stand. Uh-huh. Because it's one of those things that when they say it, it's immediately like you can see everybody throws down their stuff and runs to the concession stand. I did see some people it's side eye me when I said no. Okay. When I said no thank you, they were like, what? See, uh, I'd prefer like this? a apple cider or something, you know, if I'm talking a warm drink. Or tea, or as Ted Lasso would say, brown water. I just kind of want, <laughs> I just kind of want, I want coffee. That'd be fine. I hate coffee. Last week it was Rice Krispie Treats flavored creamer, and now this week it's Nestle's Coffee Mate has another flavor up its sleeve. Beginning early next year, the refrigerated aisle will be filled with the new Golden Grams creamer to take your mornings up a notch. Golden Grams is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, right? I mean, it's the same idea, isn't it? I think so. Yeah, Yeah, I guess. I mean, okay. I'm a big fan of Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I like Golden Grahams cereal. I didn't, I'd never had it like that many times in my life, but on the rare occasion I would have it, I liked it. It seemed it was sweet and sugary without going overboard and just being nothing but sugar. Well, I think there was somebody that used to work in this building that would probably just, that would 100% be trying this. Well, here's what I'll do, though, on my substitutions list. Mm-hmm. When I order just the regular creamer, which is all I really want, is the regular coffee-made creamer. But I think I'm going to put a footnote in the substitutions. If you must substitute, make it golden grams. <laughs> it better not be French vanilla. Like, I don't want really? French no, vanilla. No, I don't want French vanilla. The thing is, I like vanilla. I like vanilla flavoring, but I don't want French vanilla in my coffee. Just, just oh, see, it could be a lot worse. But I'm saying, if you gave me a choice, if they said you can have French vanilla coffee mate cream, what about the Rice Krispie treat one? Probably before French vanilla, mm-hmm. because really, the way that I ate Rice Krispie treats as a child with no sugar on them, because was what was Misty's that she would always drink? It was something. It was even worse than that. Hot fudge Mississippi that's, mud cake. Because <laughs> she would she would drink creamer with a little coffee. That's right. That's okay. I know. That's what some people. She liked. That's it. what some people do. I smelled it one day. Experts <laughs> have already figured out the popular baby names that we'll see in the year twenty fifty. Oh. So the way they study okay. this is they look at babies born in the last year and what there's a there's a magic threshold. It's more than a few, but not a bunch. So when you saw 
The 90210 phase is what launched the Dylan craze. And so the first couple of years that 90210 was on, you saw a few Dylans. And then there were more Dylans, and then there were more, and there were more. I would imagine there was a jumping off point somewhere early on in my lifetime about the name Kevin. Somewhere in the ni- 1968, 69, 70, 71, somebody, there, one year there were a few Kevins, and then by the time I was born, like one out of every two kids was being named Kevin. I was going to say, I'm thinking of, I think I two Kevins is how many I can think of that I know of that are my age. Six? Are I got at least six. I got at least six. Well, I was coming up with four. Judge, Ferris. That's all I got for you. Uh, there's uh, Kevin Fulkerson, magistrate. Okay. That's all I got. I can rattle. I mean, I it can rattle going. them off. Yeah. Krogan. Now that, oh. Just, I mean, that's from early childhood. Mm-hmm. Got a bunch. So, but there aren't as many. Like, I was kind of in the closing days of Mark's. Mm-hmm. There weren't. See, I don't. There aren't a lot of marks younger than me, but there are several that are roughly my age. I don't think I can think of somebody that I went to school with that was named Mark. That one, there was one at Western right. that I went to school with. So, but as we're getting further, as we move as a society further and further from Christianity, you're seeing less Anglo-Christian names. My generation, there were lots of Matthews and Davids, and you know, even Marks, like apostle names. And then somehow maybe some version of the Bible had a Kevin thrown in and everybody said, let's, <laughs> let's, let's add Kevins in there. So this is how they forecast what people over the next five and six years are going to be naming their children with increasing. All right. So for girls, Ellery, E-L-E-R-I, Franklin for girls, uh, Luna Rose. Go Frankie there, I guess. For Frank on Franklin? Because isn't that a TV show? I don't, I don't know. Luna Rose? Luna Rose. That's not bad. Like Moonflower, Luna Rose, Pixie, Pandora, Prairie, Vita, and Willoughby. Are we all hippies now? I guess. Like, well, Willow wasn't good enough, so we need Willoughby, to double don't, down don't on your Willoughby. your daughter Willoughby, because that's, she's going to get picked on for, because I already can tell what they're going to say. Willoughby or Wannabe? I don't oh, know. I was going to say, that's going to be, you're going to throw an A-S-T on the end and Willabeast. Willabeast. A boy names Clement, Florian, Hale, Helix, Isidore. I'm naming my son Helix. Jupiter, Kanoa, <laughs> uh, Kanoa. Like, uh, it's, a, it's a Hawaiian word, K-A-N-O-A. Wilbur and Oaks. Wilbur. Wilbur's. Okay, I can sign on with Wilbur. Wilbur's an older name, though. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sorry, but Wilbur the pig oh, yeah. is all I can think Those of. You got to have a Charlotte. I, I just had to decided I Those don't need to be names. critical. I don't need to be critical of people's name choices because it doesn't matter what I say. They're going to do what they're going to do. People going to people. Namers going to name. They're That's, not your kids. That is correct. Well, and hopefully not our great kids. <laughs> Real. Yeah, I, I you know, I, no, I think we'll I, th- I, th- I think, think there's some good. definite guardrails. Yeah. Well, maybe. A plane passenger has sparked fury online after an inconsiderate act photo has emerged. Listen, <clears throat> it is obvious there are not enough of you that know, and I'll say even more broadly, there are not enough of us who go through life with a rearview mirror. That's nasty. Do you encounter these people on the roadways where you know this person has no concept that their rearview mirrors exist? <laughs> that they, like, wherever they are, is the center of the universe. They have a 180 degree world. They can see peripherally to their left and peripherally to their right, and anything that comes. And so, what they mean is, wherever I go through life, it's all about me. I don't care anything about what's going on behind me. Case in point, this person, have you flown on an airplane recently? They keep moving the seats closer and closer together, and they fly more and more people, the density, and then this jack wagon decides to make herself more comfortable. She's going to throw her long hair over the seat rest 
into the row of someone else. And those are extensions. Just saying. And it's nasty. So the internet has decided... The question was asked, would this make you mad? Well, that was not the exact question, but I modified it to make it more family-friendly. Would this make you mad? The tweet has gone viral with many replies reading, yes. So she's got her long hair over the seat rest. I think disgusted would probably be the first, like, that's nasty. It is nasty. One critic said, I would quietly lower the tray, let her hair fall in, and then close it up again. Like, yeah, that'd be a good move. Whatever happens to it while it's in my space is up to me. You're putting your hair in my space so I can do. Another added, I'd start braiding it. I'm not touching it. I wouldn't touch it. I knew you all wouldn't touch it. No. A third user said, I have really long hair myself, and I would never do that to someone. And yes, it would kind of irritate me. Another critic said, I totally agree with you. Absolutely unnecessary and kind of gross for that matter. How would she like it if the person behind her sneezed into her hair instead of into a tissue? I wouldn't want to do that. Well, because it's still in front of me. Yeah, that and... But don't you think that's likely to get it moved? I don't want to put my nose in your hair, though. I just cut it. Except they don't let you take scissors on an airplane. (laughs) I don't know how we do This is just, see, this is the world we live in. These are the people who are walking around us and among us. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around here on In the Know. Did you know? Men are more likely to run stop uh, stoplights, but women are more likely to change lanes without signaling. Die? That doesn't surprise me. Um, I had a former boss that taught me the rule he's, when I was starting to learn how to drive. And he said, Here, here's the rule. He says, when you get up to a stoplight and it's turning yellow, if the car in front of you goes, you have to go. There is no other choice. I mean, I don't disagree with the stoplight part, but I always signal. I always use my turn I said signal. women are more likely. I didn't say women don't. I said women are more likely. Okay. But are you more likely to not signal or more likely to run a stoplight? I'm more likely I'm sure to there are no law stoplight. enforcement officers that are around paying any attention, so feel free to be completely honest. Dune opens with the biggest box office for Warner Brothers since Joker with $40 million plus. Dune defied all expectations. And has become Warner Brothers' biggest opening weekend of 2021 and the biggest for the studio since Joker in 2019. I don't even know what this is about. I know nothing about it. Sand Dunes. Like I say, I think this is a remake. Um, But I couldn't even tell you what the original would make. Yeah, Yeah, I don't. Remember uh, remember last year when the world lost their mind because Apple TV Plus – had acquired the rights to the Charlie Brown holiday classics, and people thought the world was ending because, well, one, they're entitled to everything they think. Well, uh, you missed It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, last night, but it was on PBS. PBS, public television, is airing It's a Great Pumpkin, Charlie Brown, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving, and a Charlie Brown Christmas. So a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving aired last night. It will air... um, a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving will air Sunday, November 21st, and A Charlie Brown Christmas will air Sunday, December 19th. So the way you can remember is the Sunday before the holidays. I like it. Yeah. So that's why they uh, ran the Halloween one last night, because by next Sunday night, <clears throat> many people will be out of the... Uh, a week from today is November 1st. We're t- today's the 25th of October. Ooh. Two months to Christmas. Two months until Christmas. Jason Sudeikis gave some career advice to current uh, SNL cast members in his monologue on Saturday night. He said, win an Emmy. Good advice. <laughs> Go if ahead. Wanna, if you want, good advice. Win an Emmy. That was, good, that was good career advice. He said, it's so neat to be a small part of this show's amazing history. And he, uh, he did a good job. He kind of uh, took, took a stroll through the garden, so to speak, went back and name dropped, like, People that have 
people that have paved the way to that show being around for, I mean, it'll be, it won't be long before we're celebrating 50 years of, um, of that. He said, it's fun to come back and, you know, be the veteran. Different, <laughs> different folks keep asking me for advice. Like I love working here, but what should I do next? How do I get Lauren to notice me? And he said, honestly, I found myself giving the same advice to every single person winning Emmy. Like, all right, very good. Um, I thought all in all the show was pretty good. The PBS thing where he's got the kids in with the periodic table was funny. They've they've done variations of that skit with other people, so it's not too bad. But I was I fell asleep pretty early on, so I didn't get to see it until yesterday. But on Twitter, I saw Fred Armisen, and I saw with a saxophone and long wig, and I saw. Uh, Keenan dressed up in his costume and Sudeikis dressed up in his tracksuit that he made famous. And all the caption on Twitter said was, ooh, <laughs> and I thought, yes, what's up with that is somewhere in the show. So they did revive the what's up with that skit on Saturday night. It was pretty good. I liked it. And Jason Sudeikis' character as the, as the devil on Weekend Update is top notch. The writing on it is excellent. Because he takes all the, you know, many of the things that are happening in the world around us, and then he goes, that was me. That was my work, you know, as the <laughs> devil. So it's, it's the satire of it's pretty good. Now, in two weeks or two weeks from Saturday, Kieran Culkin, who is one of the big stars of the HBO series Succession, will be the host. But not so fast. Ed Sheeran has tested positive for COVID-19 and may not be able to travel to the States to be the musical guest. So he was supposed to be the musical guest. Now, who knows? They're going to give you a bagpipe, I heard, <clears throat> is what they're saying. Um, well, I, if I, I would be plan Z, which will be fine. But let, if he's not available, Adele's already in the States. That would be solid. She lives in Union, Kentucky. Just give her a call. She'll be there. <laughs> I, would not, I would not not like it. Does that help? Mm-hmm. Ahsoka Hayden Christensen is reprising his Star Wars role as Anakin Skywalker, who then becomes Darth Vader, in the Disney Plus series that's going to be coming out in the next year or so. But here's what's weird. Just like The Mandalorian, Ahsoka is going to be set five years after The Return of the Jedi. I'm going to need like a map. To to map this out. to be so confusing? But there's a problem. That's why I like Harry Potter. One, two, three. Yes, because it's, yes, it's all simple. It's, it's, yes, there's no. Well, I'm a this is, these are extensions of the story. This is a continuation see, of the story. Strong from, stories don't need extensions because they're good. Or have to backtrack, or you don't want to know what Harry Potter looks like drawing like uh, Social Security when he gets to be sixty-five. No, no I'm good. You don't want that. I'm good. We we saw they did at the end. They flash forward twenty or. 20 years, right? Give or take. Yes. There's a problem with Anakin Skywalker as Darth Vader five years after Return of the Jedi. And if you know what happens in the series between The Empire Strikes Back and Return of the Jedi, you'll, you know there's, there's a continuity problem with... There's a reason you haven't seen Darth Vader in The Mandalorian. So I'm just saying. I don't know why. It's basically to say that... Darth Vader in Asako is about as useful as a submarine with a screen door. Serves no purpose. Okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah, I'm not, uh, I don't know. You're all of a sudden seeing some movie sets remove uh, actual guns from their sets in light of the tragedy that happened last week. And you know, as we now know, supposedly someone had handed Alec Baldwin a gun and said it was cold, meaning that it didn't have uh, live ammunition rounds in it. Turns out that was incorrect. I can't imagine what he's going through. I can't imagine. It's, there's, you know, there's just a lot of finger pointing. You know, right mm-hmm. now, not necessarily at him, but what led to the what led to the situation. So um, we we'll continue to hear more about that. And then hearing uh, yesterday that James Michael Tyler, who played Gunther on Friends. 
has uh, passed at age 59, a long battle with cancer. He was in the revival. Uh, you said he didn't He didn't really look like himself. Not uh, at didn't all. Didn't look like you remember Gunther in that, but uh, um, you know, he's had a Well, long, and long I knew battle. at that point that he was sick. You knew that so. he was sick. So yeah, Gunther goes on in at age 59. Got to get to a break. We'll come back, finish it up for the morning here on In the Know. point to ponder for today. Do you officially become an adult when you realize, the day you realize that sleep is a reward and not a punishment, (laughs) is that when adulthood begins? Well, no, because I'd say that that's like high school. You think so? I almost think in high school, though, it's something that you can't help but do. I'm not even sure you're a willing participant that it's a reward as a high school student. I think it's just I one of the things that. where your body yeah. just goes, I can't do anything but sleep. And then, because that's also when you're growing, mm-hmm. you, you grow, you grow in your sleep. Now, there are, you know, even Alea, I can't wait to take a nap. She just gets so, <laughs> so exhausted. But, you know, it's not. That's, hello. That's, mm-hmm. That sounded a little weird. Yeah. I don't know if it's my headphones. Can you hear me? Yeah. No, it, even me, myself, I sound a lot quieter now. Yeah, it's my me headphones. Too. Something has gone all of a sudden in, uh, in our ears, so who knows? Maybe it'll it'll come back. Things are looking fine on the board, so we'll just pretend that it's just us in our. That issue. sounds good. Uh, maybe I turned it down oh, with the paper. Oh, oh, maybe there you are. Oh. Okay, yeah, now back. I now I hear myself. In fact, that's a lot better. My phone's been a little quiet today, so that's good. Mine too. Go to maybe your ears are just clogged. That's potential. I've heard the ragweed's bad. I don't know. Of course, this is Christy Buckles. Will say in three, two, one. I don't have allergies. I don't. That's what she says. On television tonight, Dancing with the Stars, Horror Night. So I guess they're doing their Halloween thing on ABC. On season on the CW season four premiere of All American. I don't know. I don't know what that is. And on Bravo, the season nine premiere of Below Deck. I feel I, like I've at least heard of that. I thought that that uh-huh. was going to be a show that I might like because it was about yachts and boats and nautical travel. And no, it's just this nonsense bickering that, you know, it has nothing to do with sailing the globe or anything like that. I do occasionally like to watch Mighty Ships on the Smithsonian, though. Get to learn all about, you know, various forms of big ships that travel the globe. And there's no bickering on it. So I love it. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1983, a U.S.-led force invaded Grenada at the order of President Reagan, who said the action was needed to protect U.S. citizens there. In 1760, Britain's King George III succeeded his late grandfather, King George II. America the Beautiful was first published this day in 1910. Birthdays today, actor Marion Ross is 93. She played Marion Cunningham on Happy Days. Bobby Knight is 81 today. I almost thought he was older than that. He's just kind of like, you don't see anything out of him anymore. Well, he must. Parkinson's? Yeah. Or Alzheimer's just, or things something? Things must, yeah. must be bad. Uh, James Carville is 77. Nancy Cartwright, who's the voice of Bart Simpson, mm-hmm. is 64 today. Mark Miller of Sawyer Brown is 63. Craig Robinson is 50 today. Katy Perry is 37. Wow. Today. See, Craig Robinson is 50. Yeah, Daryl. Daryl from, from the office is fifty today. Wow! Yeah. See, I wouldn't have thought he was and that old. Wasn't he and also Hot Tub Time Machine? Yes, is that, is that yes. right? Gone but not forgotten. Chaucer was born in state in thirteen forty. We thank you so much for the Canterbury Tales. <laughs> life wouldn't be the same without you. At least my life wouldn't be the same without the Canterbury Tales. Got a great story out of it. Uh, Johann Strauss, born in eighteen twenty five. Pablo Picasso in eighteen eighty one. Minnie Pearl was born in eighteen twelve. Got some arts birthdays there. Wow. Sarah Colley. Right? Author, painter, and musician. How You forgot Sawyer. Oh, he's he's not gone, but I forgot. Mark Mark Miller from Sawyer Brown. Let's go to Let's go to 1953. Les Paul and Mary Ford. Now the hacienda is dark, the town is sleeping. Now the time has come to part, the time for weeping. No, not on this dreary day. We can't withstand that. Yeah, 
That's terrible. I was going to say, I was I was about to fall asleep right away. It's a Monday. <laughs> it's dreary. Didn't get a lot of sleep. It is dreary. Let's go ahead to 1962. Okay. Bobby Morris ticket number one. Somebody wanted this played at the wedding, and the groom vetoed it. Really? I mean, it is the groom and bride's decision. They yep. Veto whatever they He also want. vetoed the Applebee's song. You know, the song's been oh, playing. I hate that song. <laughs> I overruled him as best man, though. I'm not fancy like, by the way. The DJ and I bonded over our love of audio, and I made sure that the song was played, though. I can see that happening. Played over what? No, we bonded over our love of audio. Yes. And I said, hey, I know he doesn't want this song to play, but can you still do it? And he Uh, says, oh, yeah. I was playing it on it anyway. Like, good. Rod Stewart, Maggie May, number one in 71. This song's now 50 years old. Rod Stewart's still, still, still okay? <laughs> sure. I haven't seen, I mean, Are the, you for real? The last time, I mean, he didn't look great the last time I saw him. We went to see him in concert eight or nine years ago and got really? called whippersnappers for being there. I was, I'm going to go to more concerts like that. We get called young people. I'm glad to see young people have come to see Rod Stewart. Okay. 1980, Don Williams, number one. The certainty. Was he good? I believe in you. Yeah. Stevie Nicks was also good. She opened for him. Wow. Shows you how big you are when Stevie Nicks opens for you. Let's go to 1989. A number, a summer, sound of the funky drummer, the Cure love song number one. This song sounds like 1989. There's just something about it. Bare naked ladies, one week number one oh, in '98. Good it, song. It sounds like there. 1998. In fact. Uh, apologize, Timbaland in 07 and closer. Chainsmokers and Halsey, number one, five years ago today. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. The only person you should try to be better than is the person you were yesterday. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.